This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again via the magic of Zoom on Thursday, May 25th. 2023 kings my guests today <laughs> are the laughing man and two others they are sam levine rob <laughs> savage and jeff tate hello gentlemen hey how's it going <laughs> good thanks uh, let's meet everybody individually starting with the newbie joining us for the first time it's the director of host and now in theaters on June 2nd, the boogeyman is Rob Savage. Hello, Rob. Hey, thanks for having me. I was yelling into my phone like you're in England, but you are here in the States. Yes. Yeah, uh, you can still yell at me. It's fine. Okay. And you're doing lots of uh, promoting of your, uh, your boogeyman motion picture based on this Stephen King short story. 
yeah, I've been running around town doing doing special screenings and doing a whole bunch of press. It's uh, out next week. And uh, yeah, and I'm exhausted to my very core. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, but uh, it must be uh, pretty satisfying uh, watching it, you know, seeing the movie play with audiences because, uh, you know, it's got it's got your jump scares. It's a uh, it's a scary. It's pretty jumpy. It's a jumpy pretty crowd. movie. Yeah, it's a pretty gratifying one to watch with a crowd. It's like it's kind of like a tick list. It's got a bunch of scares, and every single one you can kind of sit there in the back and be like, "Yep, yeah, now I got him." A nice scream from that one. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember a cat ever coming into play, so I, I admire your restraint in that area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on the um, floor. <laughs> um, and uh, congrats on uh, you know making a uh, you know not only a banger of a horror movie, but one that is a tight ninety-eight minutes. Yeah. I think it's 93 without the credits. So, and there's no, yeah, there's, right? no Marvel, there's no Marvel post-credit sequence. So you can bugger off after 93 minutes and go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I want to sit and admire all the names of all these people who helped make the bo- boogeyman possible. <laughs> Rightly so. Rightly so. <laughs> uh, one of the coolest things in the movie, uh, we'll get to my other two guests in a second, but they haven't <laughs> directed anything that's coming out soon. One of the coolest uh, things in the movie to me is the uh, moon ball that your young, your little girl protagonist uh, uh, plays with and sleeps with at night. Uh, but I just heard today that that was initially supposed to be something else. Yeah. So, the little kid, Vivian Lyra Blair, who plays Sawyer, our youngest character, I, I, I'd completely forgotten this, and we didn't, we didn't think about it when casting her. But she's young Princess Leia in the um, Obi Wan Kenobi series, and mm-hmm. we had her character originally kind of staving off the darkness with a, a, a crappy knockoff lightsaber that she would sleep with in the bed, which is what I used to have as a kid. I used to have this kind of like tacky um, lightsaber that used to fritz all the time, and. Um, Disney, when they when they put two and two together <laughs> and realized that we we're gonna have Princess Leia with this like crappy knockoff lightsaber, they um they did not like the cross pollination, and so we had to like about two weeks before the shoot, we had to scramble to rewrite all of these scare scenes which had been conceived with this lightsaber toy. Where well, literally the production office was full of lightsabers. We were all just uh, messing around with them and taking our frustrations out on them, and then we came up with we basically just Googled like what's a kid's toy that makes a lot of light. And we found this really cool moon, glowing moon and uh, and and in an afternoon just rewrote all of the scare scenes to be including this. And it's it's like the best bit of the movie now. So uh, it was a happy accident. Yeah, it's I mean, the lightsaber bit, uh, you know, that sounds super fun and, and, and logical, you know, to, within the uh, story. But that moon ball was just like you're whoever makes moon balls, you're going to make them a lot of money. Yeah, I know. I should have invested. <laughs> get moonball stock while you still can <laughs> the movie doesn't come out till june 2nd we'll That's cut this tip. part out of the podcast <laughs> uh but yeah it's a really uh it's a really great uh effect because I- i've always gone back to the uh the changeling with george c scott yes, and the yes. uh the rolling ball in that is so scary, but the ball in this movie kind of represents like it's helping her. But at the same time, that sound of the rolling ball is so creepy. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's I'm, really cool. 
I'm so glad you picked up on the changeling. That's that's completely where we ripped it off from. I was like, as soon as I saw that moon ball, I was like, oh great, we can do the changeling. That's great. <laughs> the right sound. Uh, but yeah, and again, you showed restraint in not having it slowly bounce down some stairs. Yes, thank you, thank you. That's <laughs> the only area in which I showed restraint. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, the movie's out. Uh, like I said, uh, in theaters June, where it's June 2nd. Seen, June 2nd. Um, also here today, returning off of a uh, recent win, it's Sam the Man Levine. Hey, Sam. Hey, Doug. Hey, Rob. Hey. <laughs> That's it. That's all that's been introduced so far. Those are the only people I will address until proper introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, then I guess I should just introduce him right away to yep. take him out of this silent gulag that you forced him <laughs> into. Uh, <laughs> he's another returning champ uh, after his win in Rosemont against his own bl- brother. Ooh. Yeah, it's Jeff. <laughs> Tate, Tate, Tate. Hey, Jeff. Tate. Hello. Tate, Tate, Tate. Tate, Tate. It's, I have to do it at home for the people yeah, doing the it in their cars. People are sad that the chanting's not there when we do it in this this intimate way. Uh, Rob, at least Rob's not having to deal with the intimidation. I've seen some guests come on the show and uh, in front of a live audience. And when Jeff shows up and they all start chanting his name, Mm -hmm. uh, they get a little, uh, you know, they get a little worried about uh, how they're going to do. Are you much of a trivia person, Rob? Uh, I'm a bit rusty, I gotta say, and now I'm especially haunted. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, it's all in the name of fun. Um, some children do die if you don't win, but other than that, uh, <laughs> I'm used to that. Yeah, if you're used to that happening, <laughs> my wheelhouse shouldn't be an issue. But before we have you take on these two monsters of movie trivia, uh. I have a segment I do on the show each time where I ask each of my guests to recommend a movie uh, from a particular category that uh, happens to interest me at that time. And today, for some reason, I was thinking about, I'd like each of you to recommend a good underdog story, a movie about the underdog triumphing in some way. We'll start with Sam because he's always, always ready to answer these kinds of questions. Hmm. Good underdog story. Well, I yeah. recently watched one that I think fits the bill, and it was fun. See, that's what I'm saying. Um, it's uh, the '80s classic, One Crazy Summer. Huh. What? Oh, yes. Wow. They're okay. they're trying to they're trying to they're they're taking the you know the the property developers want to buy the 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 family property, mm-hmm. you know they're trying to buy it from what's her face uh and um Demi Moore Demi Moore thank you and uh and they start it's an underdog you know who who beats the property people you well, can't go up against big property no I mean have you seen those property brothers <laughs> they are tall <laughs> those are big dudes I've never <laughs> come the Goliaths there. <laughs> they're like two uh daniel day lewis's in there will be blood yes um but there's two of them yeah all right one crazy summer that's an yeah. interesting choice but they are underdogs they do succeed in the end they they, they show you know they uh the corporate overlords lose mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And they, uh, I believe they are all dancing around on a beach at the end. I, I believe it is correct. Our friend Bobcat Goldthwaite is in that one. Yep. And uh, and Joel Murray uh, and uh, Curtis Armstrong. Yeah, I've met those guys, but I would not call them my friend. I understand. You know, I understand. We're not, we haven't crossed that threshold yet. Yeah, it'll happen. But they're super nice, though, both of them. But right. both of them would have to be reminded of where we met. You know what I mean? That I yeah. think that's the definition of when you've not reached friend status, when you have to remind somebody mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. when when you first met or when sure. you met previously. Also, <laughs> One Crazy um, Summer, I th- written and directed by Savage Steve Holland. Uh, Rob, any right? relation? Oh, yeah. All oh, languages. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i didn't put together there's that there's in the world of directors there's two savages, savages now but yeah. one is oh, in quotes can... and one is for real it can only be one yeah one guy's just calling himself a savage no, which i never understood because by all accounts savage steve holland's the nicest guy in the world yeah like everybody said he's a dream to work with so it's funny that uh, i guess I savage is That'll be yeah, the thing. Uh, that, that'll be the thing that differentiates us. Then I'm a, I'm a nightmare to work with. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep the cast terrified the entire time. Yeah. Uh, is that? Do you think that's? Uh, are Are you in a in a particular wheelhouse, or is horror just one area you like to explore in your filmmaking? No, I love horror. I kind of feel like. Kind of feel like in horror you can do anything, you know, like so long as you scare the audience, so long as there's decapitations and monsters and demons, the rest of the time you can do whatever you want, you know. Like I look at like something like hereditary and it's like that's like a kind of dour Ingmar Bergman family drama that just happens to have demonic levitations and uh and decapitations. So I think that yeah, I kind of I kind of get to do the best of both in horror. Yeah, well, don't, you know, you just look at Shakespeare and, you know, how he's got like ghosts and shit in his plays. Like, if he had the special effects of today, if he knew about them, if you make a house movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Rob, do you have a, a underdog story that you would recommend? Yeah, you tell me if this qualifies as an underdog story. I think it does. It's like a subversion of the underdog story, but I was thinking, I was talking about it with somebody the other day. I can't remember who. Um, it's the movie Dark Horse by Todd Solondz, which is kind of um, it's kind of a play on the familiar underdog story. It's got this character who's a kind of uh, basement dwelling like loser who lives, you know, lives with his mom. And uh, it's almost like it's almost like the anti Garden State. You know, it's a movie. It's a like Todd Solondz version of Garden State where like, you know, in Garden State, you've got this character who's who's you know, a complete, uh, complete loser and who, who just stares at his shoes the whole movie. And then Natalie Portman comes and plays in the shins and saves his life, even though he's not really doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> in Dark Horse, in Dark Horse, you have this underdog character who makes no effort. And um, uh, Selma Blair comes along for a little bit. But ultimately, Todd Solondz just has the character get jaundice and die. and the underdog wins again the underdog being jaundice i guess which is yeah which is which i think is is really what happens when you dwell in your basement and don't make any effort so um it's it's an underdog it's an underdog movie in some respect i mean you know of all the filmmakers i'd say uh, he's one where um you know, saying something like the main character, not, you know, dies at the end. It's it's not like, you know, it's not like that's a surprise of uh, in any way, especially when you get 
to that point in the movie. Yeah, it was probably a wise choice for that character. Yeah, yeah, and cannot victory of sorts. Yeah, it won't ruin our enjoyment of the film to to know that ahead of time. No. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, this is so far we got some really interesting uh, options here. Yeah. I was uh I was trying to think of sports movies and now I can't think of any sports movies. <laughs> <laughs> we are rewriting what the expression underdog means today. How about uh, how about how about bring it on? It doesn't have to be sports. I've never are seen really, Bring It On. I don't think I also don't feel like the girls in Bring It On are really an underdog. They're, They're good not. at what they do. They're clearly yeah. good at it. Right. But I they guess... just they just appropriated too much from another you know, guess, another squad. I guess it is an underdog story if you look at it from the Compton team. They're the underdog and they win. Right. But, you know, unfortunately, the movie is not about them. Yeah. It's about a white girl named Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've been to Torrance, haven't you? Uh, I have. I sure yeah. have. Apologies to anybody who's been a little <laughs> Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> It's always where uh, somebody lives in a movie when they want to show that they it's like close to L.A., but it definitely isn't. Well, no, she doesn't live in Torrance. Her name is Torrance, right? Yeah. 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 Tor- Torrance Shipman. Uh, so, Jeff, uh, I, I mean, the movie's satirical somewhat. So, like, it's, you know, they named her that to be funny. But, Jeff, what's your underdog movie? Um, I'm going to say Attack the Block. <laughs> Now we're talking. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They should not have won. Those aliens were the clear favorites. Just yep. like the property brothers. Yeah. Yep. So that was a ragtag gang of uh underdogs. Yeah, who, it's a very uh, similar story to One Crazy Summer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just blacker and Britisher. Yeah. And less beach. It's a um, lot more inside, but yes, it's still. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is a, a that is a terrific movie, and it, and it does qualify as an underdog story. Um, thanks for those recommendations, fellas. We're gonna play some games right after this break. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. 
Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We are back, and uh, this first game I would like to play today is called Let's Boogie, Man. <laughs> I see what you did that. Yep. Having some fun with the uh, the word boogie. <laughs> I'll say a fact. This is how this game works. I'll say a fact. Could be fun. Probably won't be. And then you tell me if this fact applies to Roller Boogie from 1979 mm-hmm. or the acclaimed Boogie Nights from 1997. Ooh. Or neither. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh! So Jeff will be up first. I'll give you the facts. You'll tell me uh, if it's uh, applies to Roller Boogie Boogie Nights or neither. And uh, if he misses it, Rob, then you get the chance from the remaining two answers. Okay. If you miss it, then Sam is the beneficiary of the gimme point. Each time somebody gets one right, the next person in order will uh, go first. Ready, Jeff? I'm ready. All right. This is just for Jeff. He's got three options to choose from. Has a character in it named Pistol Pete. Hmm. Is that Roller Boogie, Boogie Nights, or neither? I'm going to say Roller Boogie. That, my friend, is incorrect. Oh, cool. But I loved your, I felt like you really knew that one the way you said it. Seemed like you did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, Rob, well, is, is Pistol Pete a character in Boogie Nights or, or, not, or not either of those movies? It feels like you're dangling a carrot. Like, it feels like obviously it would be a character in Boogie Nights, but I'm going to say actually it's neither. Oh, so you're already trying to figure out my twisted mind games. Trying. And succeeding. That is correct. It is, in fact, from neither. Wow. Um, I kind of created a false memory of Boogie Nights, though, with a character called Pistol Pete. Like, I'd done a whole thing in my head. It does seem like that could have happened, especially because at one point, uh, Don Cheadle's character goes through a cowboy phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he could have been or worked with Pistol Pete, but uh, uh, it, Pistol Pete is actually a character from a motion picture called Skate Town USA. Oh, I always get that in Roller Boogie. <laughs> always that, that one came out in 1979 as well. All right, so Rob is on the board. Sam, you're up first on this next one. Here we go. Uh, Boogie Nights, Roller Boogie, or neither mm-hmm. has the line. You smell like a patchouli fart. Let's see. You going to break it down? Well, I know that that's not in Boogie Nights. Uh, and um, you memorized that one. I have memorized that film. And it's been it's been a hot minute since I I definitely watched Roller Boogie. Um, 
I mean, I, I I think I know what movie that is, and I'm pretty sure I know who the lead is, but I don't want to say it out loud because that could give something away. Um, so you smell like a patchouli fart. <laughs> now you're just repeating it back, right? I'm just saying it out loud, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to say Roller Boogie. Wow, after all of that. Yeah. Incorrect. All right. All right. Well, you know, I try. I tried to logic it out. You tried. I tried. Jeff, I'm gonna say neither. <laughs> yeah, because Sam really helped you with all this logic over there. I yeah. don't think Jeff would have guessed Boogie Nights. Really contributed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know think if, so. if he would have, but it is neither is the correct answer. <laughs> so, yeah. Congratulations, Jeff. You're on the board. Um, that line is actually from uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice. Ah, well, sure, but that's which takes that's place different. also in the seventies. It's true. Yeah, so I, it's I don't know that one as well. Tricky. As I know boogity nights. <laughs> boogity boogity. Um, <laughs> Rob, you're up next. Right. Which movie? Uh, roller boogie or boogie nights or neither has the tagline the rock and roller disco movie of the year i'm gonna say roller boogie that's incorrect sam the rock and roller disco movie of the year yeah Rob guessed uh, he says, roller, boogie. roller Boogie. I do not see that. So I'm going to say neither. You're going to say neither because neither. your logic being that. I, uh, I don't see that. That silly a tagline being associated. Boogie Nuts is not a rock and roller disco movie. I mean, there's some disco and there's some rolling. Rock and roll. Rolling. Yeah, that's true. Roller Girl. Mm -hmm. uh so what's your answer again it's neither <laughs> that is oh, correct all right all right <laughs> yeah that was so suspenseful um but guess what movie that was the tagline for king kong no <laughs> 1933 <laughs> <King> kong. <laughs> no it was for Skate Town USA. Sit <laughs> <laughs> a pan here. Had the nerve to call itself the <laughs> roller disco movie of the year. <laughs> in the same year as Boogie Nights. Did I mean, you? Roller boogie, roller did boogie. you go to a roller boogie uh, ro Skate Town USA double feature at the New Bev? Is that what happened? <laughs> no, I don't have to go. I don't have to sit through these things to uh, come up with questions about okay. them. Uh, but I had I have seen them in the past, but uh, but that really that tied everything up. We got a three way tie. We got to get a winner of this game uh, before we can uh, move on. So uh, this one, all three players are in, but we're going to go in the same order. Jeff, you get to go first. Uh, uh, closest without going over the oh, runtime of the motion picture Boogie Nights including the credits and the uh, scenes that hype up Marvel movies in, in the future. 
Mm. Okay, I'm going to say two hours and 37 minutes, 157 minutes. Okay. Rob, what do you think? I'm going to say 239. And Sam? Oh, you said price is right rules closest to that going over? Yeah. One minute. What? I'm getting one dollar. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love a strategist. I love you know how I, I love most jisms, but especially strategism. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, this is uncanny that both Jeff and Rob went over. The movie is two hours and 35 minutes long. <laughs> oh. So Sam wins the one and only time we play Let's Boogie Man. Sam uh. took it down. Congratulations, Sam. Thank you very but, much. But we're just getting started. we yeah. got to play the game that's going to decide it all. We're going to play that after these messages. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. We're back, and Sam, of course, knows what he won by winning the Let's Boogeyman game. (laughs) And what is that, Sam? I won the coveted Benson Cup. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> I know, it's not true. <laughs> I get to go first in the next very silly game. But I'm going to start writing my, names, uh, my name on some jock straps and handing them out to the winner. <laughs> calling of it the, the Benson game. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins the first game, just toss them to the cup. You win the Benson Cup. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah, you, it means you get to go first in uh, our next game. And then also, how do you feel about going first, Sam? You know, sometimes it's very advantageous. Sometimes it is most disadvantageous. Like that last uh, game we just played, uh, I, I got to be in a catbird seat. Right. Wasn't a bad seat at all, was it? Yeah, it's a pretty good seat. But when the person who's first knows the answer, then that's that's the best combination of them that's all. That's true, but I that was a tough one to, to have to guess uh, to be on the money. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to play a game now uh, where Sam gets to go first, then we'll go to Rob, and then we'll go to Jeff. And it's a new twist on an old game, and so now it's called Whose Gag Line Is It Anyway? (laughs) I'll I'll say a line from a comedy motion picture. Let's say alleged, so I don't get into trouble. Okay. People yelling at me, that's not a comedy. I'll say, or that movie's not funny. I'll say a line from a comedy, and then uh, your job is to tell me either the actor who said it, the character who said it, or the name of the movie. Ooh. If you get, and if you can name any of those three things, you get a point, but then you also can get two more bonus points if you can name the other two out of the three wow. options. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we'll go to each uh, one at a time. 
starting with uh, Sam gets the first one. Okay. And, uh, you know, move on to uh, Jeff after Sam knocks it out of the park. Well, you know, if, if you're going to keep quoting Roller Girl, no, it was. Oh, the, the one, uh, um, it was Linda Blair was the lead of that movie, right? Uh, Roller Boogie, yes, indeed. Roller Boogie. Okay, okay. All right, that, that is the one I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's so many things to confuse Roller Boogie with. Well, you know, I thought it was the disco roller movie of the rock and roll, but I was wrong. <laughs> it wasn't no, true. that was one of those, uh, you know, uh, Volcano Dante's Peak situations <laughs> where, <laughs> where two disco roller skating movies came out at the same time. And they both yep. suffered. Yep. They both have not gotten the attention they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so... Sam's up first, like I said. Okay. And oh, also, I'm not going to try to imitate the actor or oh. actress who oh. said the line. Instead, I'm going to say them all with this silly voice. <laughs> 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 oh, are you ready? Yes. Ooh, here we go. All right. That's not the line from the movie. Oh. All right. Sam. Yep. I need the actor, the character of the movie that said this line. Gentlemen, start your boners. <laughs> um Oh wow. Uh I was just enjoying you saying it with that very silly voice. Right. I think it should have, they should have said it that way in the movie. Oh man. Instead, uh, it said it said very very seriously, sincerely. It, it is. No, and I what's terrible is I know I do know the movie, but I can't remember who says it. I mean, it's time to start boners. You don't you don't joke around about it. Yeah, well, no, I'm trying to remember if I can. I mean, I guess I get free guesses, right? If I say the name of the movie and I'm correct, do I get to guess at the rest? No, you just have to. You can only. Yeah, well, you can guess the name of the movie, correct? And if you're right, then you know, then you can go for the bonus points. But okay, you just okay. have to get something right to get the bonus points. Fair enough. Uh, well, I I know that that is from uh, Bachelor Party. Uh, All right, so you're on the board. You okay. got a point, but now. Can you name the character or the actor? Oh, man. I I am killing myself because I, I I know it's not Hank's character who says it, and I am blanking on his buddy's name, both the actor and the character. So I will erroneously say Tom Hanks. Okay. That's incorrect. I know. I know. He plays the, you know, he's the like guy. Yeah, he's the nice guy. Else is, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> Uh, he's the good guy and his and his best friend I guess probably the top yeah. friend is the one who says that his name is Jay mm -hmm. and he's played by Adrian's Med okay all right I don't feel that bad <laughs> like a... hey come on the great Adrian's Med I'm not, not I'm taking nothing away from him I'm just saying it wasn't like I had accidentally forgot that Willem Dafoe played the best friend at the <laughs> party <laughs> and I, I totally blanked on it oh no it wasn't a real star making machine that bachelor party. It really just only seemed to work out for Tom Hanks and the, mm -hmm. the lady that did those white snake videos. Tony. Katine. Okay. 
Yeah. Her, she, I remember. I didn't think she said, gentlemen, start your boners. Yeah. Uh, no, she's like in a nun habit at one point when he's fantasizing about having it's mm-hmm. uh, It's weird. Okay. So, uh, Rob, it's your turn. Yeah. You get to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, character, actor, motion picture. And here's the line. You sit on a throne of life. Ah. Mm. Uh. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> do, 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 do it one more time. Do, do it one more time. You sit on a throne of lies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That voice is making it so hard. Right? It really fucks yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got no idea. I'm going to just... It It sounds like maybe something that somebody would improvise in like a Judd Apatow, one of those things. I, I'm just... I'm going to throw Superbad out there. It's not that, but I'm going to throw it out there just to throw something. That's not a terrible guess, but that's incorrect. Ah. Um, Jeff? I'm going to these should say, get easier, by the way. Oh, thank God. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> uh Will Farrell says it. What did you just say? Will what? Farrell. That is correct. It is ah. Will Farrell. You sit on a throne of lies. Uh <laughs> what's the character's name and the movie? I'm going to say. Yeah, I don't know why I start my sentence like that. <laughs> of course, whatever I say is what I'm gonna say. Um, uh, Anchorman, Ron Burgundy. Those, oh, the anchor- wow! Those are great, great guesses. Uh, that was a that was a real valiant effort. But I, I like that you figured out that it was Will Ferrell. It's uh, from uh, when he played Buddy the Elf in the motion picture Elf. elf. Uh, oh boy, I oh. wish I'd gotten to go second. I could I see right? it worked against me, Doug. That's that would have been a one, two, three slam dunk. <laughs> yeah, you would have really chalked up the points there, but unfortunately, yeah, well. we're back to you again though, Sam. Oh, we are? Okay. Right? Oh, right, Sam, yeah, because I guess Sam I'd Rob be going Jeff. next. Okay. Yeah. So you're up. Okay. You got this. All right, let's see. You've already got one point on the board. Jeff's got a point. Rob's still in this though. Okay. He's got the, he's got the eye of the tiger. Mm-hmm. Um Sam, here's yep. the line. Okay. Eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um well <laughs> let's see. Um yeah. I, I, I mean I, I feel like that definitely is said <laughs> in a particular film that I'm thinking of, but I wonder if you're thinking of a different film, do I still get any points? Oh, no. yeah, I don't care if it's said in a hundred movies. It has to be the one that I wrote down <laughs> I see. on this piece of paper. But I, 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 mostly, I mostly associate it, though, actually with, I, I can't think of any other movies it's in, but it's definitely, it was Bart Simpson's catchphrase for a while. And also yeah. local L.A. radio guy Rick Dees liked to say it a lot. Yeah. But it was in a motion picture. What do you think it is? 
Well, I mean, I was going to say the Simpsons movie, but clearly since you said it was Bart Simpson's catchphrase for a while, I don't think you would have just thrown that out there if right. that were the correct answer. And I don't think he says it in the movie because I don't think they would, you know, Cowabunga was another one. Like he had mm-hmm. he had phrases that were like things people already said, you know, and the Simpsons writers right. were more clever than that. Right. Um Oh my God! I but I know I've heard it though in other things. So I'm trying. Oh, to let me it. say this though. Let me say this yeah. to you. Okay, go ahead. Eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ah The Breakfast Club, said by Judd Nelson. Wow. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. You don't have the third thing? Oh, it's to really show up. I can I only know his last name. Does that count? Well, do you think we should play Jeopardy rules? Yes. Then his last name would be good. Uh it's Bender. <laughs> oh. You are right on all three counts. Oh. <laughs> That's impressive. Three points for Sam. Giving him a whopping total of four points. But Rob, here's your chance to get on the board with three points. Okay, let's see. Are you ready? Can I tell you something, Doug? It was when you said it the second time. Oh, did I <laughs> sound too much really, like Judd Nelson? Because he says it, eat my short. Like, that's how he says it. Right. Because, so because the, the principal makes him repeat it. He says, right. I dare you to say that again. Right. <laughs> yeah so yeah maybe my reading was too close to it so i apologize <laughs> i apologize to all the contestants and we'll edit that part out of the program okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right this next one i'm re- now i'm really looking at it like i can't say it like they say it in the movie okay you ready rob ready i'm ready as if <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's clueless right that, that, that is correct that, who says it and what's the name of the per- performer <laughs> actor it's just 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 I'm, I'm i'm let me buy some time say it again okay as if <laughs> it's a, uh was it alicia silverstone or something like that Ooh. is that the name yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I I don't for the life of me remember the character's name. Say it one more time, I'll remember. As if. (laughs) As if. No, not quite. (laughs) Here, let me do it. I'll do an impression that might help you to get it right. (laughs) As if. Snap out of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait a minute that should do <laughs> I appreciate no, it's just, the show's just become bring on a distinguished director and have people laugh at him what are you guys <laughs> I appreciate all the help you're giving me I think I'm going to stick with my two <laughs> no it's uh, it was just a stupid moonstruck joke because her n- name in the movie is Cher uh, okay. yeah, 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 spelled yeah. just like Cher of Sunny and Fame yeah. <laughs> like I need to bring up Sonny to tell, tell people who Cher is <laughs> uh, alright Rob so that's two points for you man uh, you're killing it 
Jeff goes first on this next one. Ready, Jeff? I'm ready. Okay. Did I stutter? Um, okay. All right, all right. I'm going to guess Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Incorrect. All right. <laughs> Sam? That's stuff uh, affair. <laughs> You're still on the board, buddy. Yeah. Sam's got a double digit. No, wait, that's not right. He's ahead. Yes. I, yeah, and it's my guess? Yeah. I think that is also said by Judd Nelson in The Breakfast Club. As who? As Bender. <laughs> that is correct. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dream. in the same scene. It's in yeah. the same scene. My short scene. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was hallucinating when you said it. <laughs> You're supposed to say to yourself, why would it be this? Why would it come up again? That can't possibly be right. <laughs> it's exactly what my thought plus, was. Plus, did I stutter is another one. Like John Hughes was very good at writing screenplays where most of the things they say are just expressions he made up, like not ones from, you know, like they're actually out in the vernacular. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, did I stutter has always stood out to me because people have said that in a ton of things. Yeah. Did uh, he Stanley said it on The Office. Did yeah, he come up yeah, with my shorts then? Uh, what's that? Did he come up with Eat My Shorts? Or was that already I, a thing? That's the question is uh, I don't know which came first, but, it, you know, most of, you know, like at one point, Judd Nelson calls somebody a neo maxi zoon dweeby and nobody had ever put any of those words together uh, ever before and that was visionary like all of john hughes movies if you watch them they don't have references that are dated because they just they just make up their own expressions wow. and uh most of the dialogue and stuff stays on story i mean i didn't um, want to say anything but actually eat my shorts uh shakespeare came up oh, right <laughs> right yeah. right <laughs> But it was uh, a pantaloons or something else. Like yeah, something. That's right. It was something nibble sillier. on me, me pantaloons. Sillier sounding. Okay, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta get <laughs> serious about this competition. Uh, Rob, you got a chance to get three points here and get you know within scratching distance of Sam's whopping eight points. Yeah. Here we go. He slimed me. That's uh, uh, Ghostbusters, I think, and uh, and uh, and uh, Bill Murray, and I don't know his character names. Oh. <laughs> we found your weak spot is the character yeah. names. I've only seen that movie once. Weirdly, it's like it's, it was what? a for me. Yeah, you know, I only saw that movie for the first time like three years ago. Wow. Okay, 80s, 80s blind spot. I, wouldn't I had have no guessed. idea it took so long to get that movie to the UK. Yeah, it's huge there now. Wow. <laughs> Did you uh, follow through with uh, Ghostbusters 2? I haven't yet. You know, I've got a bit of a Bill Murray thing. I just, uh, you I love think him I missed... so much you don't want to see his movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I did. I think because I missed I missed this whole wave of of uh, Bill Murray eighties comedy. Like I came to them really late. I've been I've been slowly kind of doing my homework, but it's like there's a it's like a certain kind of brand of obnoxious comedy that that like the whole the whole time the movie's kind of like I mean this is the internet's going to destroy me for this, but it's like the whole time in these movies the they're kind of like nudging you and being like, he's an asshole, but you love him, right? You love him, right? And I'm like, no, I don't. He's an asshole. Yeah, well, that's what they do now is they talk about like Tony Soprano and everybody on Succession and talk about, you know, the, the concept of the antihero. But yeah. they don't realize that the antiheroes used to be like just openly obno- openly horrible, but were the hero of the story somehow. Yeah. And uh, it is weird to go back and look at, early bill murray and early you know chevy chase and you know just a bunch of those kind of performers their early stuff was tom hanks too a little bit yeah the yeah. early stuff was like oh the we're supposed to root for this really obnoxious carrot person yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um anyway um so what was his name was, what was oh, his what was his name oh, well that's also the funny thing is that uh you know he wears a name tag during much of the film. So like, that's also should be helpful, but seeing it only the one time three years ago, I I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, His name's Peter Venkman. No, no, no. They all have like, they all have (laughs) like fun, like kind of like scientist names, you know, Mm -hmm. like the the names that make them sound like nerds before you even meet them. Yeah. Um, All right. We're getting down to it, Jeff. You've only got one point, so just to get in the mix here, you got to tear this one up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. This one goes to 11. (laughs) 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 All right. It is uh, Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Uh, Christopher Guest says it. And his name is. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Rob the point if he knows it. I give um, both. I get their names confused. <laughs> is it Ni- Nigel? Uh, he's Nigel Saint Nigel. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> what is it, Rob? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I Sam, appreciate you know? the charity. Though. I do. I sure do. It's Tufnell, right? Tufnell, yeah. Nigel yeah. Tufnell. Oh, see, that came into my head, and then I thought that was a real guy. <laughs> and then David St. Hubbins is McKeon. David yeah. St. Hubbins. I thought Nigel Tufnell was in, like, ELO or something when it popped <laughs> into my head. <laughs> You're thinking of Bev Bevan. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is so weird. All right. Uh, so... You got two points there, Jeff. So that puts you, uh, you got a respectable three points, but, uh, you know, no chance to, uh, to catch up to, to Sam. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to call it. Uh, Do you want one more Sam for fun? Sure. All right. Laugh it up, fuzzball. (laughs) (laughs) I I could listen to you. Read movie lines. You might have to. <laughs> it might be the show from now on is just me reading movie lines. <laughs> dumb voice. Um. Oh wow. Well, I know. Damn. 
I get, I know who says it. That's Harrison Ford says it to Chewbacca. Um, but I honestly can't remember which of the trilogy that. So that in. would get you, you know, that would get you one point in this game. And then you'd have to come up with the which movie it was. Uh, and, well, and no, can I know, say can I say Han Solo and that? Yeah, yeah that so that's two points. points. Okay. So now you just have to figure out which movie it was in. Uh, I will say that's in uh, Return of the Jedi. Boo! Nah, all right. No. Which one's it in, Rob? I'm going to say the first Star Wars, A New Hope. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. It is Empire Strikes Back, and it's in that medical room. Yeah, yeah. Just to get, just to, so that people knew that I, I wasn't just going by elimination. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it could have been. It could have been. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they'd hold a line that good for uh, all the way until Force Awakens. No. Um, well, so congratulations, Jeff. You got one more uh, last minute point there, but uh, yes, but Sam is still <laughs> our winner today. Congratulations, Thank Sam Levine. Thank you so much, Doug. In the future, if you could take quotes uh, from movies that I was in a movie that specifically parodied that scene of, oh, that would be that would be great. Oh, do you want okay. a, do you want another run at that sentence? <laughs> no, it, it turned into a real nightmare. At the end. <laughs> it well, let, I'll I'll walk you through it. Let me let me break it down for you. In not another teen movie, we parody the scene where uh, right. the late great Paul Gleason comes in and gets into that spat with Judd Nelson, uh-huh. and we parody that exact oh. scene. And we got Paul Gleason. So I I watched the movie, of course, a bunch, but I saw that specific scene like 30 times before we shot that. So right. Um that's why it uh it yeah. that's, <laughs> why you that's why you recognized his uh his delivery in yes. my voice when I was Eat trying to not sound like my shorts. <laughs> uh, okay, so my shorts usually eat. Um, what, what would you like to promote, Sam Levine? Um, look, uh, Father's Day's coming up, and uh, oh my god, you know, <laughs> here you are. You're like, I didn't get my dad anything. I really, I screwed up. It's not too late. Cameo. I am on Cameo. Sam with two M's Levine. I do fantastic messages. I, it's not, I turned into Trump there. Nobody does messages like i do messages um you do the biggest messages I do, it's the biggest every everyone <laughs> says i do the best messages um no i got <laughs> after i was on the show last time I'm, I'm very happy to report a lot of people reached out to me to do mother's day cameos and uh look i'm not gonna brag but i am gonna brag five stars across the board okay okay i don't, I don't phone my cameos in people they are right. they are no, caring, and i would love to do a cameo for father's day thank you doug yeah, you, you you clearly don't phone those in because you sell the shit out of your uh, promotion on it. Thank you. Yeah, you're a consummate professional. I try. <laughs> uh, Rob Savage, thank you so much for participating in this. Thank you, this that thing. was fun. Uh, I'm glad you had a good time. And let's tell everybody once again to see The Boogeyman in, in theaters. June 2nd. June 2nd. Go with a big big group of people, crack a couple of beers, unless you're under the age of... How old can you drink in this country? 18. <laughs> yeah, 21. 21. 
21. <laughs> it should be 18. I'm sure, you know, some people figure out a way uh, to make it happen. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a very exciting movie with a, with a crowd. So do, do yourselves a favor see it that way. And uh, anytime you want to come back, Rob, if, if you, if you want to uh, just let me know. Oh no! I, the victory was close this time. I feel I'm gonna start. I'm gonna watch every single '80s movie I can get my hands on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you'll come back, and I'll just I'll be in the middle of like having a fixation with Pixar or something. Yeah. Like you never know. <laughs> you never know what genre or time period I'm gonna be. Uh, it's a shame those into disco roller movies were both 1979. You're just gonna miss them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, Jeff Tate, what do you got to plug, buddy? June 24th, I'm at the Infinity Room in Salem, Oregon. Saturday, come on out. That's a fun place, Salem, Oregon. Yeah, this room is super cool too. Like they, it's they, they it's got like it's got a real fun backdrop. I mean, to say that. <laughs> come for the backdrop, but stay for Jeff's act. Don't leave just because the backdrop was satisfying. Um, yeah yeah but you will you will be satisfied by the backdrop i'm just gravy it's just (laughs) you're gonna have a good night all right and uh i just want to say that uh i got a show coming up two shows stand-up and douglas movies at uh ever after wait is that what it's called after ever uh (laughs) (laughs) um in uh it's part of the crocodile rock club in uh seattle and uh doing two shows there in July and uh, it's pretty intimate. So uh, those are going to sell out. And, uh, and I think Jeff Tate's going to be there as well. So uh, get, get your tickets. Also, you can go to the link at douglasmovies.com and also Douglas movies is back at Dicey typewriter in Los Angeles on Sunday, June 4th at 420. Uh, One more time. Thank you to all of my guests, Sam Levine, Rob Savage and Jeff Tate. And uh, as always, sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.